0: Welcome to the Fast Five by Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Morning, Michael. Today, in just five minutes, we're talking about jobs. Throughout much of the pandemic, Sean, the unemployment rate stayed remarkably low, defying a lot of economists' predictions. That was largely due to government support like JobKeeper. So the big question is, what's going to happen this year?
1: Well, it really depends on what happens with the Omicron outbreak. And assuming we don't going into further lockdowns and restrictions, the employment market is looking really strong. Just before Christmas, it finished with a bang with the unemployment rate falling to 4.6%. To help us talk through this, economist Stephen Kukulis joins us. You can find him at thekook.com.au or on Twitter using the handle The kook Stephen, Is
2: it a good time to be looking for a job? Oh, it's a fabulous time to be looking for a job because, as you alluded to, those last employment numbers that were released at the end of 2021 were stunning. I think a lot of economists almost fell off their chair when they saw that 366000 rebound in employment unemployment down to 4.6%, and even the underemployment rate cascading down to 7.5%. So the the labour market clearly, clearly recovered from the lockdowns that sort of caused the labour market to weaken back in the September quarter last year. And now we've got indicators like the job ad series, the job vacancy series, they're telling us the demand for labour has almost never been stronger and that's with a starting point of an unemployment rate around about 4.5%. So, Mm. if you're looking for a job, I'd love to think that you've got an opportunity to, to get one relatively easily and get a good job and and dare I say it, even if you, when you're asking for it, say, well, can I have a little bit more pay, please? Because we're hearing that employers are you know, are desperate to get talent and then retain talent.
1: So assuming that we don't have further long restrictions and lockdowns, people will be finding jobs. What about when we start bringing back international skilled workers into the country? How much of an impact will that
2: have? Yes, the government has indicated that it does want to address at least part of the skill shortage with a resumption of the immigration program for skilled workers. And, and that's fair enough too, because some some of those jobs just don't have – we don't have enough people in Australia to fulfil those jobs, which is a pity in a sense because there's still quite a few people unemployed, but nonetheless it's understandable and it's probably a pretty sensible thing to do. However, the strength of the economy appears to be so strong at the moment and those immigrants as they move into these really specialised areas will not necessarily – be taking the jobs of unemployed Australians, if you like. So they're going to be fulfilling a need that business has rather than necessarily stepping on the toes of someone who's currently unemployed. So, one thing that, again, I like to look at when I'm judging the strength of the labour market, you know, how many jobs are being created, the unemployment rate, and these sorts of things is the economy strong enough to offer job opportunities to, you know, the vast bulk of the people who are currently unemployed? And I think the answer to that question is. Yes, it's strong enough right now. So, how does the labour market pan out this
1: year, if that's our starting point?
2: Look, through this year, I think that we're going to be seeing that unemployment rate trending down towards 4.0%, and and you know, look, if we don't have any more variants of this dreaded COVID-19 coming along to sort of lock us down or derail sentiment or anything like that. So assuming we don't have that and that you know, the conditions of the economy remain pretty pretty positive, that we're going to get plenty of jobs being created, even with the borders reopening. We're going to get that unemployment rate lower. And I've noticed a couple of other market economists sort of putting in a three point something at the end of 2022 for the unemployment rate, which would be, uh, I had to check my database, but I haven't seen something like that since the mid 1970s, for goodness sake. So that's what we might be looking at if things go well. Surely that pushes up wages. Oh, I think it has to. And I know we've been waiting, waiting for year after year after year for this wage uh, pickup to occur. I think finally it's there. And again, giving me a degree of comfort and optimism about the wage outlook here in Australia is what's happening to wages growth around the world. And you know, similar economies in the UK, Canada and the US, they've got wages growth you know, well above 4% as their labour markets have tightened, and in some instances, nearer 5%. So that's a pretty healthy wages outcome. I'm not quite prepared to put my hand on my heart and say that wages growth is going to exceed 4% anytime soon, but we're certainly going to go towards 3 3.5% by the end of this year, and that's good news. Sure is. Thank you, Stephen.
1: Thank you, Sean. That was economist Stephen Kukoulos. Find him at thecook.com. Michael, the next set of unemployment figures are due out on the 20th of this month. So we'll have an even better idea of how we're traveling then, but certainly it looks pretty positive.
0: Yeah, it's pretty extraordinary. You wouldn't have thought 18 months ago in the middle of the pandemic that here we are talking about unemployment with a four in front of it.
1: I'm sure the government and the Reserve Bank would have taken that 18 months ago if they were
0: told that, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Sean. Thanks, Michael. That's it for today. Make sure you've hit follow on the podcast. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed.